When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's up? Derek, I'm tired today, but I'm doing good. Because you got COVID. I definitely do not have COVID, <laughs> but I'm just tired. Let's just say I'm thankful that this table is six feet tall, six feet long. Oh my God. You're shot. Well, you haven't been feeling well lately. Yeah, because it changed 30 degrees in temperature, 40 degrees in temperature. Get a lead vest. <laughs> yeah, grab a lead vest. It's called nuclear. So my sinuses are just literally all over the place. So I'm um, just trying to to breathe, you know, and then not get dizzy when I'm staring at my computer. And the one awful thing about parts of my job, I love my job, but there's ish, there's there's things that I have to do that I'm not a fan of. One of those is data entry. So I have to type all the new pricing for different light items for different customers. And it's all in a spreadsheet, and I hate it because for me it's super boring. Um, and then I get dizzy, mm. and then there's the cells are real small, you know. And like you can zoom in, but then you kind of lose track of how much you have left. And I like playing that mind game of look how much progress I made by answering all these, you know. <laughs> it's just it's terrible. It's a rivet. It's riveting, man. Well, do you have aspects that you just can't stand? Oh, absolutely. Like what? Everything. <laughs> Work. I hate my job. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank everybody for coming back to the Buffalo Happy Hour. We are the Buffalo Happy Hour. Before we dive into this discussion even more, we are going to, again, take our second episode. We're just off the rails. We don't really have anything planned for these. We were structured for so long with our segment miniseries that now we're just going to kind of have a conversation, talk about whatever's on our mind, and drink today. We have two brazen beers that we have not, or brazen beers. Still haven't figured that out, how they pronounce it. We should probably follow that up with them. Uh, but we have two brazen beers, brazen beers. One of them is a... What is yours? Chocolate raspberry sour? Uh, yeah. Correct. Chocolate raspberry dark sour. And then this one is a uh, New England IPA. So uh, we're going to be drinking these today and stick around for our rating of this. And then that's it. Because, again, we're off the rails for like this month and maybe next month too, depending on how great we're feeling here. But to answer your question, before we go back to that question, please remember to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Leave a like on this video. Let us know if you like these unstructured episodes or if you would rather us go back to the structured, uh, more educational videos. We would like to know. And let us know about that in the comments below. You know no one's going to answer that question, right? I, I mean, it's going to be like 0.39 hot single girls. 
Stamps.com. And it's like, sweet, thanks, dude. Promote on Encore. And I still don't understand that. <laughs> Haven't they learned by now that we're not responding to them? I like how one of the bots responded to the other bot and was like, are you from the U.S.? Just like, what is going on on our post? I don't get this. I don't either. Drives me nuts. It's weird. But anyway, so to answer your question, just kidding. No, seriously, just kidding. Um, I mean, everything. I'm not like a huge – I I like sitting and doing like Excel stuff, but data entry is just boring in general. Well, what else do you not like? About my specific job or about work in general? No, your specific job. That I don't have to move. Like, there's a good thing and a bad thing, but I don't do anything. But I sit in front of my computer, work on my computer all day, and if I don't have to get up, I don't get up. Yeah, that's kind of tough. It's terrible. Like, you, you're you working from home because you have symptoms of the COVID. No. And it's it, because I had a... There's a, there's a co-worker that tested positive, so... I feel like garbage, and I left. I left when I wasn't feeling decent. Like, I I know my body, right? So something's up. I don't know what it is. I'm convinced it's a sinus infection. So I'm like, I don't know. My body just feels weird. So to play it safe, I work with two other people when him and I are in the office because we're both always on the road seeing customers, things like that. But then when we're done with the road work, we have to go back and then type up all the quotes, mm-hmm. do all the, the admin stuff for everything we've done in the field. We have to come back and do it ourselves. We don't have anybody else to help. It's a small company. It's like 23 of us. So the other woman that works in the office is there full time all the time. Like she runs the office. So when I'm not feeling decent at all, I basically just tell her, Hey, I'm leaving. Like, I'm just going to go be out of the office to make sure that nothing shows up here. Um, and then, you know, basically just protect everybody else. COVID or not, that's good manners. In well, right. And that's, we've done that since before COVID. I mean, that's just kind of like the office policy because we don't have to be in the office to do our jobs. So um, I left early this morning. I basically got to the office an hour before my shift starts just because our, our hours are super flexible. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I could work at eight, but I'm just going to get there at seven. Um, so I got there at 7am and then I sat down at my desk, kind of got, you know, answered quick emails. And then I was just sitting there and I'm like, you know what? I just don't feel like something is off and I don't know what it is. Um, I didn't go to the gym the last two days because my body's just telling me sleep. Like you need to just sleep. And when I do that, then I immediately feel better. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm at the age where I'm not going to just crush myself at the gym because I have to go to the gym. Like I'm, the wisdom is starting to kick in. So I'm listening to my body in a more intuitive sense than ever before. So doing that is helping my recovery that much faster. Um, but this is, I mean, since Saturday, since we canned the beer, I've had sinus headaches and I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. So I left, I packed up my entire desk, grabbed my docking station and my computer and everything else. And then left. And then I told, um, my coworker or coworkers, I'm like, Lysol bomb my office like I don't care like if if that makes you guys feel better then do it Mm -hmm. but we I mean dude we have two commercial industrial one's industrial one's a commercial air purifier in our office that are running nonstop. like they're always on so we're having literally the cleanest air of all air and what's the Merv rating on those filters bro it's actually a HEPA so it's above a Merv nailed it yeah so anyways uh, to get technical it's <laughs> 99.97% on 0.3 micron I really micron. don't think anybody cares just letting you know it is very efficient and very clean air it's it's, hospi- it's healthcare level filtration inside the office so I leave 
get home, figure everything out, and then I have computer issues. So I call you because you're a computer whiz, and you're like, we've literally tried everything, so I think your monitor shot. And I'm sitting there aggravated like how because it literally left the box, sat on the desk, and then broke. Like, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, screw it. So I go buy a new monitor and then plug it all in, and then everything's working. I'm like, this is sick. Like, I can finally use my office that I literally just rebuilt. So I'm I'm crushing everything at work. I'm all excited, drinking coffee, put a robe on. You know, I'm like, this is amazing. You know, and then all of a sudden my phone rings. And I'm like, okay. So I was like, what's going on? And it's my coworker. And he's like, hey, I just... I felt garbage the last two days. I went and just got tested. I just tested positive. Just letting you know. And I'm like, on a rapid? And he goes, yeah. But they also took the PCR, so they're going to confirm it with the PCR test, which basically takes like three to five days because they sent it to a lab in where else but Boston. Yeah, hell yeah. So um, they're going to confirm it with the PCR test. So for all we know, it also could be a false positive what's the positive positivity rate on those things do you remember the accuracy on a rapid test it's varied i i've seen some in the 60s percent accurate and then i've seen some in the 90s Mm. so like i i don't know i could google it in a minute but the uh so i'm like all right well i feel like garbage probably from sinuses so i'm gonna go so i go to the same place walk in get tested and then he's they come back and they're like yeah you're negative and i was like okay and i have no fever I have all my senses. I have an appetite. So it's not even like the flu, Mm -hmm. you know? So I'm like, okay, so it's nothing like that. Um, It's literally just sinuses. So they prescribed me Flonase, which I'm literally never going to (laughs) use. So they're like, yeah, so I guess just like sleep and uh, drink water and, and do what you've been doing. I'm like, right. Like I... And it's odd because since Friday, Saturday time frame, today has been the best that I felt since those days so i don't i don't know man this is all saying like 88 to 90 percent accuracy perfect so they still took the pcr test for me sent it to the lab so then they're going to confirm the negative via pcr tests and then i'm going to get that later this week but again you don't have any symptoms other than like your body aches but again we're nearing 30 so it's bound to happen well that so that was the other thing because i asked her and i was like is this like a normal thing that just always happens with like sinuses around 30 years old and she's like oh yeah 100 percent." like you're the body basically is like we're old Mm -hmm. now and it all starts to happen at 30 like your back starts to ache even more your body's sore for longer um and she's like and your sinuses are just going to be out of whack Basically starting at like 29. And I'm like, sick. I turned 29 in July. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting older and, you know, it, it is what it is. But I, dude, my blood pressure is 122 over 84. I'm not fat. Uh, I mean, I mean, honestly, I'm in better shape now than I was three months ago. And I, I don't know. Like, I've been taking vitamin C and D every day. My diet's been unbelievably clean. It's literally, I mean, you know what it is. Yeah. It's nothing but salads. And I'm like, this is. I don't know. Like, I just feel like garbage. And it's probably because it went from 34 to 75 in two days. Yeah, and then it's going to snow again next week, so it's fine. Is it really? That's what WGRZ weather app says. I don't know how much I trust it, but I saw a little snowflake icon, I think, next Tuesday. And I'm like, Jesus, come on, man. Are we done with this yet? I'm so sick of this. What was the most sick you remember being at work, like, ever? Do you have a moment where you're like, like, I'll give you an example. When I first started my current job, I was in a cubicle. And I was so cold, and it was like the middle of summer. 
or it was in the middle of summer else I wouldn't have had my jacket there, but it was probably like springtime. So it was nice enough during the day that I didn't need one, but cold enough where I needed a jacket on the way to work. And when I was at the office in my cube, I had my jacket on. I had gloves in my pocket because I just always keep my gloves in my winter pocket. And I'm like typing like that. I felt like garbage. Do you ever remember anything like that? Yeah. One of the worst I've ever felt was I went completely pale and uh, my boss actually walked by and saw me at my desk and he's like, you just got to, you just got to leave. Like you visibly do not look okay. I'm like, all right. And I was trying to fight through it. My computer's like wavy. (laughs) Like, this is not good. That's why the cells are hard to read if they keep moving. Yeah, but I mean, even my email, I'm like, this is just something I should not try to force myself to do. I went home and slept like 14 hours and then just laid up and sweat everything out. And I was cold all the time. That was like the last time I had the flu ever. Yeah. People underestimate the power of sleep. Like not even when you're sick, but in general. Oh, yeah. It's massive. It's literally paramount for recovery in all senses from exercise, from being sick, immune system support brain function you need to sleep yeah and we still Weight don't know loss, why metabolism we, like we don't know why like we we don't know what actually started it yeah like from a scientific standpoint why do human beings fall asleep they haven't really concrete confirmed any of that isn't it's that just like crazy? something that happens and we just we do it as a species isn't that kind of crazy though? yeah it's fascinating to think about how they can't figure out like why or like the only the only thing they do know are the benefits of it and how it's like important for brain health but i i honestly just just like your brain's fed up for the day and he's a break and that's it you just go to bed do you think it's like a power of evolution whereas when the cavemen were out they didn't really sleep much and then as people progress or as our society progressed falling asleep equates to a longe- longevity yeah, maybe. That's, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's crazy. How long do you sleep a night? I'm Typically, I, I honestly, anywhere from seven and a half to nine. So think about that, too. Average is eight. Right. A third of our life is spent sleeping. Oh, yeah. Yeah, math. That's crazy. Need it, man. Need it. But yeah, I I don't know what it is. I don't know why. Like I, my back is still sore from my last back day. But you also threw, yeah, you threw out your back throwing a paper towel away. So well, that was yeah, but that was Christmas. Well, I know, but the, the things that's are how, way different now. That's I lost how athletic. Your back is well. I mean, I've lost twenty pounds since that incident. Have you really? Yeah, I've Good lost twenty pounds since Christmas. Um, and it, right now it's what March, mm-hmm. uh, almost the end of March, and then I've been doing a ton of exercise specifically focused on core and then now that i've been back at the gym for a month month and a half it's i'm fine Mm -hmm. but i just had to lose lose some extra weight on that chassis you know (laughs) that's those differentials were slipping bro and what you know if anybody's scared or flipping out or whatever um i didn't see my coworker that tested positive i was i was not within six feet of him uh first of all and then second i was around him probably an hour or less when he started like first started to feel weird. And then when he felt weird, he wasn't in the office at all. So I had no contact with him. Which one do you want to open? I don't care. I mean, that was already in your hands. So crack it. 
Oh, that's oh, a New England yeah. IPA, yeah? Oh, yeah. I guess we'll start with this one, since this one is more similar to the other New England IPAs that we've had. Yeah. So we'll do this rating first. That way our palate's all fresh. Yeah. And then after that, we'll destroy it with the sour and then give a sour rating, too. I had first lines uh, blackberry cheesecake sour. Dude, it was fantastic. <laughs> Those boys know what's up. They do a good job. See, I can extend my arms this uh, week. Huh? Proud of me. That was a full extension, bro. <laughs> <laughs> did you have a little protein shake? <laughs> sure did. Try to rebuild yourself. All right. So, yeah. So, you, you haven't seen him in a while. You haven't seen him. So Yeah. I mean, there's no, there's no um, risk or anything like that. Yeah. I'm just... And I got permission to work from home literally until I've, I'm like 100%, which is sweet. Yeah. So, but I'm, again, dude, working from home like the first couple weeks is nice because like you got your dog walking in and everything's dandy. But then after a while, it gets boring. Like you don't have anyone to this to see. The only person that I see is webcams and Cleo, which I'm not complaining about. I love Cleo, but it gets boring after a while. Yeah, but I'm only gonna work home for like yeah, I know three full days, including what happened today. Right. So it's not. It's not a big deal. Just take the rest of the week, work from home, go back on Monday. Maybe. We'll see. I got some things to crush. All right, so... Weekly recap. What did we do? Didn't we do something? We celebrated Kenley's birthday. We went to Hartman's. We canned our beer. We canned our beer. Um, we're getting reviews from people. So far, all positive. Haven't had any, I have not had any negative reviews on the beer with Crooked Lampos Brewing. So that's oh, good. you're talking about those reviews? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I know. I had a lot of people drink it already and say that they were very happy with the way that the beer turned out. And actually, Tom, who has designed a lot of First Line stuff, Briar Brothers stuff. Our stuff. Um, our stuff. He, I told him, I'm like, this is what I would probably change next time. And he's like, dude, I wouldn't change anything. Everything was perfect. I'm like, wow. Was not expecting that. Yeah. It's a very good beer. It very is. Very good. But we did make some judgment calls throughout the process, and we probably could have added a little more guava, but all in all, it was very, very good. Yeah, but remember, too, even if we did, all of that would have settled inside the keg. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. what, I mean, what? I don't really know if we really would have gained much because it would have potentially taken away from the amount that we actually could have canned. Yeah. Did you take a sip yet? Yeah, it beeped. Oh, nailed it. I did not. Yeah. It's like fresh pineapple juice. Wow. It's got that bitter and tart to it, like a fresh pineapple juice. And it goes down like an IPA. It tastes like our beer, except pineapple instead of guava. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. Uh, all right. So this one says it's called The Third Date. All of the good stuff, none of the bitterness. It's a 7.9% New England IPA. So like the beginning of a relationship, this beer is smooth and exciting brewed with Citra and Galaxy to bring the juice and Sabro hops to give it a hint of that tropical paradise. Yeah, it's a it for me it's a mix between bitter and tart. Like I really don't know how to classify that crispness yeah. that you get in the initial taste. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it this is plus this is cold, which makes me super happy inside. Yeah. But it's like a nice crisp pineapple juice sensation. Yeah. I like this a lot. This is good. This is very refreshing and is what we would consider a crushable beer, but it's 7.9%. So you probably shouldn't crush it. Yeah. No. No. 
drink responsibly, friends. It's a sipper. Drink responsibly. Don't let her. But yeah, so Brazen, Brazen, thank you very much. Appreciate you. It's got to be Brazen. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, they got a buffalo accent. I'm excited. Yeah, that's true. I'm excited to try that sour too after this. Me too. But um, speaking of reviews, we did get more reviews on uh, Apple Podcasts. So if you are a listener on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, please leave us a review. It takes like two minutes to do, and it helps us immensely, especially being more on the algorithms for the different podcast platforms. So if you do have a chance, please uh, leave us a review and we will read the reviews when we get them. So this past one came just the other day. Um, when was it today that it came through? It was a five-star rating from H B O U C H E H Bucci. I don't know. Sounds good to me. Loving these episodes, listening in to this show all the way from Colorado. I am from Buffalo and miss it every day. This show makes me feel so much more connected to the Buffalo community and the cool things people are doing in it. Keep up the good work and solid interviews. Stuff like that makes me very happy. Yeah, it makes me realize we're not wasting our complete time. Right? Like, I don't even know this person. Right. Total stranger. I mean, uh, do you know this person? Of course not. I don't know H. Bucci. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to know them, though. So thank you very much for the review. We really appreciate it. And go leave us a review so we can read it on air. Also, did you know, I didn't know this until today when I was driving around, the Viper from Darien Lake is being moved to Canal Side. And they're calling it Viper 2.0. What? Yeah. Why? I couldn't tell you. Where? They're going to put it on Canal Side. I know, but like where in Canal Side? Yes. Yes. So they literally want to make like a Six Flags Myrtle Beach... Pure atmosphere? Pure, like, Santa Monica. Uh, like, okay, well, first of all, it's going to snow. Uh, second of all, when tropical storms and or hurricanes hit Myrtle Beach, it's not necessarily ideal. Some things kind of get destroyed. So doing that in Buffalo where we're going to get hammered by lake effect snow, the wind's going to come whipping off the water. You're going to use that maybe three weeks a year. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? And you got to take that from Route 77 all the way out by Attica into downtown Buffalo. Super good. How's that going to work? Our money. Like wide load. You know, like those semis that have yeah. the, the escorts. You got some, yeah. You got some dude driving a Ford Escort like four miles ahead of him with and, wide load. And you're like, where the hell is that? Oh, there it is. Isn't that roller coaster like massive too in, in a length perspective? Like the amount of time it takes to actually go through one iteration on the ride? Mm, yeah. Honestly, it's probably one of the better roller coasters at Darien Lake. But what is Darien Lake going to do now? Are they replacing it or something? I don't know. My other question is, are they literally taking it from Darien Lake and moving it to Canal Side and calling it Viper 2.0? Or are they taking a rendition of the original Mm. that's in Darien Lake and then building it down in Canal Side and calling it Viper 2.0? Either way, I'm very curious because I know that everyone has high hopes and aspirations for Canal Side, but there's, there's only so much you can do. You know, I mean, climate yeah. is going to semi-dictate how this whole thing comes about. The Viper 2.0 is the next generation of vibrating fitness. Ro- oh, no, never mind. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's try to find something else. Uh, I can't find anything. <laughs> I can't find anything on uh, this online. So I don't know if maybe it's just not. I, I mean, heard it's probably it, public, but. Yeah, I heard it from uh, hashtag not a sponsor. But uh, honestly, thank you for your service. David Bellavia talking about it. So, oh yeah, he's on WB. What is it? WBEN nine thirty. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, interesting. Um, 
Which it, also, he, if you don't know who David Bellavia is, I highly recommend you listen to his story and then read the book House to House, and then you'll fully understand his greatness and glory. Uh, but he's from Medina, so <laughs> dude's a savage. But anyways, go ahead. I wonder they have to be building a replica. They can't take the Viper out of Darien Lake. I would find that absolutely hilarious. I also don't put it past true anything. When was the last time you were at Darien Lake? For the rides, not a concert. Ooh, man, that's a long time. I mean, COVID adds a year. So you're looking at about, holy criminy, man. This has got to be a decade <laughs> plus. Yeah. I think the only time, and concerts are suck because you can't leave. Mm-hmm. You're stuck in the traffic. I remember I went to go see a Blink-182 concert there, and we're sitting in our car waiting to leave. And a car like four rows ahead of us just exploded and started on fire. And then everyone got out of their cars and just partied. It was the weirdest thing in the entire world. <laughs> like, I hope everyone was okay, but it was just like a seamless transition to a rage. That's not good. That's not good, man. People didn't, start doing like the shuffle dance. And I'm like, yo, there's a car on fire. Didn't the drummer get in a massive plane crash from Blink 182? But he's still crushing it. Dude, the dude. He has like a lot of issues from that. Yeah, he suspends above all of his concerts and he's just jamming out while he's flying back and forth. And he's done so many collabs. Like, that dude is a legend. He's got to go down as one of the best drummers of all time. Oh, no doubt. But like, so you think easily a decade from the last time you were there? What about you? I honestly could not even tell you. That was the first place that I've ever had Dippin' Dots. Oh, yeah, 100%. My, the first one that I did was right by the Superman ride. I think mine was by the, uh, what's the, the turquoise blue one starts with an M? M? Yeah. A and, ride? And you go backwards. Oh, the boomerang. That's it, the. Is it the boomerang? Yeah. The boomerang, you like do the whole ride forward and then you go up the hill and then you do the whole thing backwards. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. And stuff backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a, it was a dip and dots right outside that weight line. That was right by the laser light show when they did it. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's so weird. What do you think like amusement parks are going to be? I feel like nobody goes to them anymore. Like, outside of Disney, you're not going to an amusement park. Yeah, you're going to Cedar Point. Yeah, Fantasy Island crumbled. Fan- Fantasy Island. Partially I- because that's rumored where COVID started. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I grew up going to Fantasy Island. I understand the family values behind Fantasy Island, but can we just call Spade at Spade and all state how awful that place yeah. was. And they had the Wild West show that hasn't changed in 75 mm-hmm. years. Well, that's the fun in it. <laughs> that place sucked. Everything it about terrible. it yeah. sucked. The roller coasters gave you backlash. You had to go to a chiropractor when you were done. They had yeah. one wooden roller coaster that was decent. And then the rest of the place was just a disaster. Yeah, it's called the Silver Bullet. What do you expect? Yeah. And then the one at Darien Lake was the Predator. Yeah, and the Predator is still OG. Which both the Predator and Fantasy Island sound like something Jeffrey Epstein came up with, <laughs> but we won't talk about that. No. But yeah, so Fantasy Island's garbage, but there's there's a lot of Six Flags that are amazing around the country, one of which I believe is in New Jersey. Um, or there's a there's a super nice amusement park in New Jersey. And then Cedar Point, Ohio yeah. is obviously a staple. But then, yeah, otherwise, just go to Disney where you can jump on a Buzz Lightyear ride and then shoot a machine gun on a ride at the same time, and then calculate a high score. It's true. That's where you go. Driving by Fantasy Island, it looks like Chernobyl. It's <laughs> yes, like a it broken does. down uh, Ferris wheel, and you're like, oh, wow. I'm I so like pissed, I'm getting... dude. I almost went there. Fantasy Island or Chernobyl? <laughs> <laughs> Chernobyl. 
<laughs> you still can, right? It's open now for the public? Oh, it's yeah, it's open for tourism. I don't recommend it unless you want to have, like, fertility issues, but... Because the, the radiation is insane. Yeah. But, yeah, I almost went, and then we bombed Syria that day, so I had to leave. Oh, perfect. Uh, what was the video, What was the movie on Chernobyl? Was it called Chernobyl? It was on... Was it Hulu or something? I just know Call of Duty. Maybe Call of Duty Force based on it. Yeah, there was a there was a very very good mini series on Chernobyl. There's multiples. I mean, there's a ton of documentaries on it too. There's also uh, series on different stations, and they all have one or two episodes about Chernobyl or aspects of Chernobyl. So it was. It came out in 2019, and it's called Chernobyl, and it's one season. So it was how many episodes was this? Probably Dude, five. This was a yeah five episode miniseries yeah. on HBO. It was an incredible, incredible miniseries. Series? Yeah. yeah, it was fantastic. Um, we gotta watch Boston Legal. Yeah, we do. James Spader's my man. <laughs> I love him. We just watched. So since the office is off of Netflix now, and well, our whole world's ended. Yeah, it's terrible. I'm about to get a VPN and just say that I'm in Europe, so I can watch all the time. Don't but, you own them all on DVD? Uh, we own like the first seven seasons, which is really all that you need anyway, because after the eighth, that's when Robert California comes in, which is awesome. But like most of eight and nine are trash. <laughs> Will Ferrell is the worst character in that entire series. I felt like, so I watched it for the very first time through and through in 2017 through 18. And I was flabbergasted when they brought in all these other people mm-hmm. and my first reaction when they f- first appeared on their first episode was, is this because they want the money to right. be on an office episode? Like, what's the point of this? Yeah. And it, it was like disheartening. They shouldn't have done that. Like, just leave the people on the show and then just go through the storyline. And when it ends, it ends organically. Like, don't try to force all this other stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I, I wonder now looking back on it, like you said, how many huge people were on there if they were giving them an audition to see who would replace Michael Scott. Because Will Ferrell, Jim Carrey, Ray Romano, who else came in to inter- – obviously um, – James Spader. James Spader came in. But, like, all these people came in. It was just like, what's going on here? Yeah. And from what I heard, I, I think that Will Ferrell's time was cut short because everybody was like, this is a train wreck. We can't do this. Yeah. And that's why he ended so, like, abruptly – crazy but um james we were just watching on sling and sling has the uh the commercials all the time but they don't go in order for some reason so it really like confuses me like one will be episode eight or season eight the next episode will be like season three really confuse me but it's the one where i don't know if you remember oscar sits in front of his computer screen and he's trying to talk to all of the uh homosexual teens to say that life gets better <laughs> and then james spader comes in and he's like sexual and he just like gets super close to the camera <laughs> and i just i love that man so much and i look at gina and i'm like we have to watch boston legal yeah i feel like we're gonna start crushing through episodes of that yeah but i mean we're right now we're watching last kingdom oh yeah so gotta get through that and then uh by then, Ozark, the next season of Ozark is going to be out. So, Pumped. obviously, we're going to watch that in two days. Yeah. So, late nights, no sleep. Probably going to get sick all over again. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, talk about that eight hours of sleep. When I that know. comes out, it's down to five. Um, do you want more of this? Shoot, we got to. Oh, now nah, we're golden. It's exactly 15 minutes. Nailed it. Wait, you mean 30 minutes? Yeah, like 15 minutes since the last beat. Um, here, finish this bad boy off. Um, 
So <sighs> I was talking to you about that Men in Kilts, which is that HBO series about Scotland and just experiencing the culture of Scotland. The two guys that are the hosts of it, they are in Outlanders. Have you ever heard of that show? No. Outlanders, it's this, it's based in Scotland again. And we just started watching it. We're two episodes in. And so far, it's fantastic. Highly recommended. It. It's on Netflix, too. How about what? What? What was it about? Outland. Uh, I don't even really know yet because we're just two episodes in. But it's I th- it's like this woman. She was, it's like based in the 19th century or 20th century. And she goes to these rocks uh, in the middle of Scotland. And she puts her hands on it. And she time travels back to like the 1600s. And the two main characters and all of them are like Vikings and they're fighting the Redcoats. It's super, super cool. Uh, Who you would wrote like that? This. I don't know, dude. All, all I know is it's based like, in Scotland. All I picture is like Bill Burr sitting at the round table. All right, so we got a woman. <laughs> She's going to touch a rock. And then all of a sudden we're going back like 1700s. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you think about any show, though, you have to be some level of. Like, Crazy? Drunk, drunk or high or something to come up with this stuff. Probably. I mean, it doesn't... Like the entire Game of Thrones season. Seasons? Yeah. The whole series. You have to be some sort of crazy to come up with this stuff. Yeah, I don't... Especially since the first whole season I've heard, I haven't watched it, is all porn, basically. <laughs> the whole show is like that. For the first season, though, it was bad, wasn't it? Did you watch it? I, I watched a couple episodes because my wife was hell-bent on watching it with her, you know, her sister and whatever, and I'm like, fine. And I'd fall asleep. And then I wake up, and all of a sudden, I'm just like on a set of like of a nudie film. I'm like, what? <laughs> what are we doing here? And I just roll over and go back to sleep. I'm like, I can't. It's it's like 11:30. Like, go to sleep. Maybe it's because I'm watching more. I mean, I was watching mature shows when I was young because I didn't believe in Disney. But maybe right now it's just more prevalent because of the shows that I'm watching. But it's crazy the amount of nudity that's in shows now. Like, well, good. They were the regulations just like, yeah, just do whatever you want. They shouldn't have been right. Reg- have you ever watched like old school BBC in a different country where they literally don't censor anything? No, Why they swear all that? the time. It's like Australia, they just swear all the time on their TV. The US is so censored, it's gross. Yeah, on movies, you can't even drink like real alcohol. Yeah, it's stupid. It's like, who cares? Oh, we hide the label of the product, they didn't pay to be in the movie. It's like, we all know it's Jameson. <laughs> What other bottle of the label looks like that? <laughs> and he's pouring it over a flesh wound to clean it? We all know what it is. Like, stop being ridiculous. Censors. I hate it. Freaking big government needs to leave, man. I'm so over it. Remove all warning labels. Yeah. All right, let's write this thing. Let's do it. Speaking of labels, this thing's like <laughs> What 7%. a transition. Uh, okay, so Brazen. We're just going to call him Brazen for now on. Brazen Brewing. Again, we talked last time. This is kind of an NA because this looks like a default can that they're going to be changing as soon as they actually have finalized their brick-and-mortar establishment. So sure. uh, when we do go interview them, because it will be coming, we'll circle back on the label label and branding when we get to that point. We're going to what? Circle back. We're never saying that on the show. Circle back. Jen Saki approved. All right. So uh, I don't even know if that's how you pronounce the name. There's like a random P in there. But anyway, so Brazen Brewing. New England IPA. What do you got? The P is silent. Label label branding is generic. So yeah, NA knows I'm getting citrus hops. Pineapple. Pineapple. And a little mango? No, I was going to say grapefruit. Knows I'm going A. You write a that, with a pineapple? You write that down? Yeah. Yeah, A with a pineapple. 
pen pineapple apple pen initial taste i'm still going a this is nice mm -hmm. it's got it's got a little hint of carbonation you do get the pine uh, for me i get pineapple followed by grapefruit followed by like a, a citrus hop and then it dissipates and then the ending note kicks in which it's like a a mix between bitter and tart pineapple uh aftertaste yeah. so it's pleasant so it's not, none of this is bad by any means. Yeah. I all get, the way through the experience. I get pineapple up front, and then that goes to like a, a mango or like not as um, like citricky of a food mm -hmm. because oranges, grapefruits, like they, they have that citric acid type feel. And I feel like that like middle of the initial taste is a little bit smoother. So I think this is more of like a, a guava or a mango or something. And then as it goes, you're right. It hits that carbonation, the, the citra hops, and then it stops. And for me, I'm getting a lot of, like, malt in the back. That's a good way of putting it. It's not – they're 100% right. Like, this is none of the bitterness. There is really no – like, outside of that ending of the initial taste, there's no hops to this. This is a very smooth and pleasant beer. I love New England IPAs. Yeah. And I hate New England. <laughs> Obviously, they have nothing to do with each other, but that's fine. Perfect. All right. So also, ending, maybe they do. I don't know. So initial taste, A? Yeah. Okay. Any note, A. A. And then we're going to go like a malt and then kind of like a, a pineapple pineapple juice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. Final rating. Give me that countdown. Three, two, one. 87. 89. 88. There you go. Boom. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is good, man. Sounds about right. Let's just keep them flowing, Jeez. boys. Just pour it right on top. Um, oh, no. This splattered. Come on, dude. This is a very exclusive table. It is. I, it's literally one of one. <laughs> okay. Hell, yeah, it is. Uh, I feel like every day there's a new sexual allegation coming out, and I can't really figure out if it's for Cuomo or Deshaun Watson. There's a lot, man. Dude, they're, they're saying he's like a They're a trickling predator? in for both. Well, how many are we at for Cuomo? Because we're at like 14 for Watson. Yeah, I think we're at nine right now for Oh, really? Um, they Cuomo. added some, huh? Yeah. Last I checked, it was seven. Ooh, we got a nice little hat on this beer, huh? Ooh, it's dark. It looks like a stout. Well, because it's probably chocolate. Um. Yeah, right? Chocolate, raspberry, sour? Yeah, chocolate, raspberry, dark, sour. Um. Yeah, so what, what do you what do you take on that? On the whole Deshaun Watson situation. I'm surprised, honestly, especially because he's a Clemson grad. And the whole thing's about, you know, being a decent human character, uh, old school values and norms and customs and courtesies and everything else. And then all of a sudden that, I don't, I don't know. Um, I guess there's no, according to Ian Rappaport, actually not a sponsor, uh, there's not a lot of, it's all like civil. Mm -hmm. So in, the, in regards to the investigation, no one really knows what evidence there is. And nobody really understands, like, what was actually done. There's a couple allegations or whatever, but there's almost, like, nothing to back it up. So the NFL is waiting for the police to come out with something, and the police is, are running their investigation trying to confirm, like, what's actually real and then what's someone just trying to get his money because, I don't know. My, my question, too, not to discredit, you know, any any women by any means – um, there should be due process regardless. Well, who it is. well, well right. Uh, it's the same thing with Cuomo. Like, why now? 
So was this because that he was expected to leave Houston and sign a massive contract and now all these people just want money? Or is he actually a piece of garbage and then this needs to be dealt with? Yeah. And it has nothing to do with the contract. Like, that's that's my question, and that's where I lie. Um, and then, you know, with due process, and you just you handle it with whatever the outcome is. Now, I could have not done any research because I didn't. But for these allegations, aren't they more like he asked me this and it was – it was like inappropriate, and then that was it. Like he just basically made him feel, made them feel uncomfortable. Yeah, there's there's onesie twosies of those, and then there's also like an actual claim that honestly, like really not even appropriate to stand air. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't see but, that one. Yeah, it's the uh, typically associated with Asian culture yeah. and massages, and what happens towards the the end of the massage. Mm-hmm. Those kinds of claims, yeah. but that was the only one that I saw. But other than that, I mean, I, I don't know. Again, like you, I haven't done, I haven't dived into the fourteen allegations to try to figure any of it yeah. out. I'm just seeing all these different alerts. Unless it's a segment miniseries, we don't do any research, just so you all know. Correct. We're too busy with everything else. <laughs> Literally none. I'm so. trying to buy doors from Lowe's. Like that's my priority right now. Not what happening with Deshaun Watson. Dude, I still haven't taken out my Christmas lights. <laughs> oh my God. Why not, dude? Because March. they're hanging up on the peaks of the house, <laughs> and I'm trying not to fall out the window. So I got to figure out a day that I can just go on up. Because my speaking of medieval times, I'm pretty sure my ladder came from there that was left in my garage. You bring it out and you put it down on the ground, and it starts shaking. Yeah, it's not so, OSHA certified. No, definitely not. It's right. I don't even know what's under OSHA, but that didn't even certify this. <laughs> this thing is shaking so bad. I, I get up to like the fourth uh, rung. And I'm just, like, swaying with the breeze. So I have to figure out a way to get a new ladder. Yeah, you definitely don't want Michael J. Fox's ladder. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, the ladder has Parkinson's, and I don't like it. So I have to go, like, grab a chair and reach out from the window and, like, do the lights out. Sounds super safe. Yeah, so I was going to wait until it's nicer out. It's nice out. Still haven't done it. But it will be done soon. Why don't you just stand on your roof and yell at the neighbors, I'm ready year-round. <laughs> That's what I might do. I might just leave them up. Just tell them. They're in a good spot. Um, but I, I uh, we have to do it now since it's nice out. But I'm getting ready to put together my grill finally. But I'm going to wait until I come back from Indiana. Yeah, how are you getting there? Indiana? Yeah. Driving. Where else? You literally just said you're going to Indiana. I said, <laughs> how are you getting there? And you're like, where? Indiana? Are you talking about? <laughs> uh, driving. Who's? Mine. You got a spare tire? Sure do. Go? Hell yeah. There might be boulders in the way. Oh, absolutely. Well, I've gotten good at avoiding them. How do you even get there? No idea. I drove, uh, I drove to you, Chicago once. an easy way. Chicago, you can go like up through Canada, right? Grab a couple Tim Hortons, ah, and then go through, and then oh, just you're goodness. right there. Uh, you might be able to. I'm pretty sure that's the fastest way. Like It's five hours to get to Chicago through Canada. I could be 100% wrong. Again, no research outside of these second <laughs> miniseries. Uh, I know that I did not go through Canada to get to Chicago. It was all throughway. Well, Naturally. There's throughways in Ch- in Canada, Mike. The QEW. Are they throughways? I don't or do know they call them highways? British. I don't know. You drive on a highway and no, you drive on a parkway and park on a driveway, right? Yeah, here we go. <laughs> all the things that are wrong with the world. <laughs> Makes no sense. Way too much. Yes. Um, you want to try this? Did you try this one yet? No, I didn't try it yet. Cause we got, well, we're still doing good on time. Yeah. Well, we're, we're just peachy. Actually, I'm going to rinse this palette, huh? 
I mean, I guess. To slam some water. Did I read this one already? How about my sinuses? No, I didn't read this one yet. No, you didn't read the uh, the sheet. Right. So this one is called More Issues Than Vogue. It's over and you're feeling sour. This is a 7%er again. Chocolate raspberry dark sour. A sour, but make it dark. Like your soul. Jesus. Cacao Nibs gives this beer just a hint of sweetness. With the tart raspberries bumping up your the sour side. The perfect beer to share with your love on Valentine's Day, but equally perfect to pound solo. Jesus. To pound solo. It's aggressive over there at Brazen Brewing. <laughs> Title of my sex tape. Coming out strong. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Ain't that the truth, brother, like bro? Nine, nine, love it. When is that coming out? I haven't seen that hit uh, Hulu yet. Hulu? Yeah. They, uh, they just finished up, too. They're, like, done after season eight. Like forever? Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. I follow Melissa Fumero on Instagram. Hell yeah, you do. Just, well, for a gajillion reasons. For one, she's very active in like current events. um, So it's nice to kind of get her perspective on things. Um, But then it's, she also posts a lot about 99. So she's, she always says like new episode coming out this day and time Hmm. or whatever. So I can kind of keep track because I only watch it on Hulu. Um, Not a sponsor. So then she had like, 45 posts one day on her story and I was staring at it and I, that's the one thing that bothers me when their storylines are like a 16th of an inch and they have 45,000 posts yeah. and I got through the first four and it was everyone else posting like oh it was a fun run and then as I kept clicking through I just got more and more depressed that it was you coming to an end crying. basically it, remember when I feel like Snapchat has also fallen off the face of the earth, but Snapchat, when they did the stories and you saw like 296 seconds of story that you had to click through, you're like, what is this? And then you just swipe to get away from yeah. them. You're like, this is nonsense. Right. Instagram's the same thing, though. As soon as that's like a really tiny millimeter, you're like, I'm not looking through all this. Are you crazy? Not at all. Not at all. Is this thing good? Have you tried it? I haven't tried it yet. No. I'm uh, rinsing my palate. Did you rinse your palate? Yeah, it just slammed. Luh. All right. Luh. Cheers, bro. Cheers, Broheim. That, wow. That's sour, bro. But the ending is not. Like, it, it makes you pucker up like you're having a warhead. And then after that, it goes down really smooth. It literally tastes like dark chocolate that's infused with raspberry on the ending note. Did I mention it is a chocolate raspberry dark sour? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. But, th- th- I mean, they nailed that. Yeah. That's literally what it tastes like. They got, I'm interested to hear how they do this, like all these beers, because they're not probably putting – I mean, we actually just read that it's cacao nibs, but every single beer that we've had tasted exactly like what it's named. Like yeah, when you look at first line, that closes your eyes, bro. I don't. That's like <laughs> I've never heard that descriptor for beer before. <laughs> but when you look at first line, they have their cinnamon toast crunch beer. Uh huh. They make that with actual cinnamon toast crunch. Right. Brazen's chocolate peanut butter. I don't think they're making that with actual Reese's cups. You know. So what are they doing to get that taste so spot on? Probably just dumping chocolate and peanut butter in there. Just I don't know drop if you can it do in the that. tank. Can you? Just like get a couple bottles of Jiffy. No, it's just probably, start scooping it in. If anything, what <laughs> if it's like PB2? Do you know what that is? The the powdered peanut butter? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
I'm a fat boy, so I don't ever get that. PB2 is amazing for shakes. Yeah. Changes the game. Well, PB2 is terrible for peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, which is what I consume more than shakes. Um, Peanut butter and fluff. How many sandwiches have you had in your life? Never. I don't like fluff. Shut up. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Why not? You don't want to feel like you have molasses in between your mouth? Correct. Force feeding me the liquids, dude. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of fluff. I'm not a huge fan of marshmallows, though. Like, I don't... Do you like s'mores? This is sour. Love s'mores. I can... So this like, sour is crushing my soul right now. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, one being, like, you literally just put it in the fire for a half a second, oh, pull it out. golden brown. And then ten... I don't know what number that is. I would say it's a five. Really? Yeah. Leaning towards a six, because you always get the one side that slightly burns, but... That's where I like my marshmallows. I used to be at like a 12. What is wrong with you? Why? <laughs> Why do you want charcoal inside your s'more? Because that's how much I don't like marshmallows. That I just wanted to roast it. And that's what I did. So like when you would put it on the graham cracker, you would actually like get flakes of charcoal coming off. You wonder why something's wrong with yeah. your systems. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. You and Autumn Leaf. How does she like her marshmallows? I don't know. We don't frequently message about our marshmallow preferences. You never had s'mores together? My sister, just so you know. You never had s'mores together? I mean, I don't know. I don't remember her preferences back in I always remember school. my sister. I, I put my marshmallow right outside the fire, and then she'd just yell, Mike, it's on fire, Mike. <laughs> and then i pull it out, and, and I'm blowing on it. And then the one day, she burned hers, and she's like, oh. Ah. She's like yelling. <laughs> she's like trying to wave it. And then it like flung off of her stick. Oh my god, I was like, don't burn down the forest like you would be that person. Were you the family that got the like marshmallow sticks from no. Target or did you just go get a twig? No, we, we went in the woods and yeah. grabbed our own stick. Yeah, and then we too. we pulled it off, you know, we cut it with a knife and then we cleaned it with a knife and then stuck the marshmallow on and we we're good to go. All those bougie, you know, keeping up with the Joneses sticks. <laughs> that wasn't a thing. What was your favorite campfire snack? Was it a s'more? That or peanuts or sunflower seeds. My favorite would be hot dogs. You make them into little spider dogs, and you throw it on the end of the stick, and then you put it in the fire, and then just, you know, like spiral. What the hell out. was that? It's the. What about a um, the what the hell's that thing called? It's a mini pizza. It's like a what? hobo pies. Hobo pies, dude. Okay, that's number one. Those are I have good. hobo pie makers right over there. Do you? Oh yeah, hell yeah. Well, we're doing it this year. All right, right now. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, we could. It's gorgeous Dude, out. I love hobo pies. Yeah, we got to do. Okay, hobo but pies how do you year. make them though? The normal way. What? Which is? Like, what do you use for the outer ends? Um. Sometimes we've used graham crackers, and then other times, sometimes we've actually used dough. Okay. And then graham crackers scared me a little bit. We. It's a. It's a. It's once it's already hot, and then you just throw them in, and then you basically just melt the cheese. And actually, it's really good. But we've also done legitimate dough and then put those in. That's what we do. So we get Pillsbury Crescent Rolls, and we unroll the Crescent Rolls so it's like two long triangles like this. Gotcha, gotcha. And then you put one half in the one side of the hobo pie, this other half in the other one, and then you put pizza toppings in them. Close that bad boy up, crimp them, and dude, you got pizza for days. You and your pizza, man. So good. You live for it. Whenever I go camping, that's my number one thing that I have to bring. Hobo pie makers and pizza sauce. Well, you know, everyone's got their thing. I just need some freeze-dried food, and I can just boil some water and pour it in, eat it. It's amazing. The first sip, I didn't get a ton of chocolate. 
Second sip I did. Really? Yeah. My first sip was all chocolate. But this literally makes me close my eyes. Is that good or bad? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a massive... Well, remember, I, yeah. I'm not like... You're not a massive beer guy, but you're also not right. a massive sour guy. Correct. And this is like probably the most sour sour I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know if it's good or bad. It's just what it is. It's up there. Sour. <laughs> Do you like sour things in general? Like, not are really. You, are you a Cabbage Patch war a Warhead kid? No. No? No. I told that story a couple times, how I, my top layer of my tongue started peeling off. Speaking of that, I actually found out why that happens with pineapple juice. Why? It's because pineapple juice is, or pineapples, are the only thing in existence where there's the enzyme inside of it that is trying to eat your protein, i.e. the pineapple is actually trying to eat you. And that's why your tongue gets all uh, stiff or whatever. Interesting. I did not know that. Weird fact of the day. Yeah. I'm pretty sure my tongue peeled for pineapples, too. That was a tongue toaster for some reason. Oh, it's sour, bro. What's your favorite berry? Do you like raspberries? Oh, the hell kind of question is that? (laughs) Oh, this is sour. Did you ever, like, really sucker down? Dude, I like sour beer, so you're... Preaching to the wrong choir here. Bro. Oh, this is an experience, dude. <laughs> and it's not bad. It's just sour, and it makes you want to close your eyes. We got to rate this thing. This is a very interesting combination with it being sour and chocolate. I'm giving this a 25. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, okay, you want to get to rating this thing? Yeah. We're recording past 53 minutes this time, so we're already on a good streak. All right, so... Label branding, guess what it is. N-A. Yes. Nose. I'm just getting raspberry and chocolate. Literally, that's all I'm getting. But to their credit, it is cacao nibs. Have you ever had cacao nibs like Terry from Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Biggest fan of cacao nibs I've ever met in my life. have no clue what they are. I've heard about them. I just don't know what it is. They're literally nibs of like cacao, like chocolate. The hell's cacao? Chocolate. Cacao, cocoa, whatever you want to call it. It's all... Hold on. You call cocoa cacao? Yeah. Right? Why is there a W? It's C-O-C-O. <laughs> Why is there a W? No, that's how you that's how you pronounce it. It's cacao nibs. It's what the hell's a nib? Chocolate comes from the cacao plant. It's a cocoa plant. <laughs> no, it is not. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the hell's a cacao nib? Jesus. What do you mean cacao nib? Didn't you you watch Brooklyn Nine Nine? Terry is a big fan of cacao nibs, and he has them in bags. It's on. I have some inside. I can go grab some for you. Where did you buy cacao nibs? <laughs> Why Gina, did you buy a cacao Gina nibs? Gina likes putting them in her shakes because it gives you that flavor. What flavor? Cocoa? Cacao? Yeah, cocoa. C O C. Does anyone else know this, or am I just totally? Am I on an island? The hell's a cacao nib? Pronunciation. I, we have to get to the bottom of this right now. Cow cow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Coco. What? Yeah, see, I win. Coco. No, that's not right. It is right. C-O-C-A-O, not C-O-C-O-A. Right? Where's the W? The English language makes zero sense. What'd you find? Okay, so cocoa powder and cacao powder are spelled similarly and even similar products, but they aren't one and the same. Cacao, C 
cocoa both, both start out as beans from the cacao plant, which are separated from the fatty part known as cocoa butter. Fun fact, that's where white chocolate comes from. See, learn something new every single day. Still doesn't answer my question. You have cocoa and you have cacao. This is spelled as cacao nibs, and that's what Terry has. It's not cocoa nibs. You have me questioning life. Cacao Yeah, because I asked a logical question. The hell's, first of all, is there an image of a here we cacao go. Right nib? Here, right here. Cacao nibs. See? Thanks, Google. <laughs> That doesn't answer any of my questions. What does it look like? Nibs of cacao. <laughs> Jesus. I'm so annoyed. Um, it's seriously like little. It looks like if you had small things of like chopped up. It looks like bunny shit. Coffee beans. Cut and like cut up. That's what it is. It's literally the beans coming from a cacao plant. What does a cacao plant look like? God, you're asking way too I didn't know any of this. Really? You think I'm kidding right now? <laughs> Do you think I'm lying? Yeah. It's the same thing as like that other thing said. The Okay. <clears throat> so uh, Theobrahma cacao is also called a cacao tree and a cocoa tree. It's a similar evergreen tree to the family Malvaceae. No idea what that means. Native to deep tropical regions of Mesoamerica. Its seeds, cocoa beans, are used to make chocolate liqueur. Cocoa salads, cocoa butter, and chocolate. But the actual scientific name behind it is called Theobrahma cacao. Sounds like a Russian pop star. So there's a difference between cacao nibs. It, it's a. Is it a bean? Okay, so a cacao bean. There's that. Mm-hmm. Is that different than a cocoa bean? Or did I just pronounce a cocoa bean as? Or did I pronounce a cacao bean as a cocoa bean? I think they're two different things. Because I think, based off of what that write-up is, we can have this discussion after. You want to rate this thing? Listen, sorry, I I didn't know any of <laughs> Literally don't know any of this. All right, so you're getting, like, cacao nibs. <laughs> oh, my God, we started the review, too. Yeah, we did. That's what I'm saying. Damn it. These people think we're idiots. We'll probably just mean owl, but... <laughs> All right, so you're getting a cacao nib flavor to the nose, and it's just like rich chocolate. Yeah, chocolate. I don't know all about all the cacao business. Okay, but so yes, how do you pronounce something that's like eighty percent? I just say it's eighty percent cocoa because that's what's on the label of the candy bar that I eat. I think it's eighty percent cacao. <laughs> all right, so nose. What are you giving it? It's this a pleasant is- nose. I would give it an A plus for a nose. That's fine. This is why we just eat pizza. There's no pronunciation mistakes when it comes to pizza or mozzarella. Actually, there is. It's mozzarella. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so initial taste. Very, very, very sour. It tastes like the purple warhead. I'm giving this a. I'm giving this a B. It tastes like a purple warhead, and that's it. For the initial taste. I don't get the cacao or the chocolate until the second half of the initial taste is it's going down. You win this damn word. So I actually enjoy it. You're giving it a B. I would give it an A. I, I like sour beers. This is very good. It, it hits you at first very sour and a little bit different because you're not expecting a chocolate cacao sour blend. Like that's very, very strange. But after you start drinking it, it's actually very, very good in my opinion. It, it's a good beer. It's the sour, the whole sour thing. I'm just not a massive sour anything, dude. 
So, okay. So initial taste, you gave it a B. I gave it an A. Um, ending note. I'm getting I'm, cocoa, cacao, whatever. I'm fine with an A. All I'm getting is raspberry and, and dark chocolate on the on the ending note, yeah. and it's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so I'd give it an A for that, too. I agree, I agree, I agree. I agree, I agree, I agree. All right, final rating. You ready? Final rating. Give me the countdown. Three, two, one. 88. 86. Really? 87. It's higher than I thought you were going to say. It's really not bad. It's just a sour thing. Just, like, kicks my rump. But it's not bad. <laughs> Makes me want to close my eyes, bro. So, in total, how many sour beers do you think you've had in your life? Two, including this. Really? What was your other sour beer? I don't remember. It was, I was with you, and you're like, try it, it's a sour. And it was one you had in the basement, I don't remember what it was. And don't start naming all the sours that you ever had in your basement, because I literally don't know. There is It was one. months, months ago. Yeah, there is one that I really like. I won't even shout them out, because we've reached out, they don't even want to be on the podcast. But, it tastes like, if you, remember when you were younger and you had those drinkable yogurt smoothies? Yeah, and the tubes, the yeah. Gogurts. Uh, so there's Gogurts, and it's also, I think it was like Danimals or something like that. Like, it yeah. was drinkable smoothies. And it was mixed berry. It tastes exactly like that. That was my favorite sour I've ever had in my life. But they won't respond to us, so so mad. But um, I, I crush sours, dude. I love sours so much. And I'm, I like that they did this with the chocolate and the raspberry. Because you would not associate a sour with chocolate. No, and chocolate raspberry is such a great combo. Mm-hmm. For like anything, yeah. Uh, I honestly you want more of this or no? You crush it. Honestly, the four that we've had from them is really good. They all fit the title. I mean, it's not far off by any means. Mm-hmm. If anything, they're spot on. Uh, they're consistent. They're a higher percentage, but they're not unbelievably filling. Like the first two were stouts. So they were. I yeah. mean, they were they were solid beers. But it's not like you couldn't eat anyways. Right. Uh, but yeah, I'm. I'm impressed. I'm definitely impressed by their product so far. Do you think they came up with the names of like like this one is a chocolate raspberry dark sour? Do you think they came up with the name for it first and then said let's make a chocolate raspberry dark sour or do you think that they started throwing different ingredients in there and said what should we name this after it's done and then they just taste all the flavors? I think they made they had a vision. They brewed it tasted it and they're like what are you getting this is what i'm getting and they came to the same agreement and then that's what they named it because there's really not much leeway yeah these are spot on yeah i'm really interested to see what their process is me too so well we're going to have them on we've already been in talks with them but they're not even open yet so we haven't been able to get over there but we will and we're going to dive into even more details on their history, why they call themselves Brazen, get the actual pronunciation of their brewery because we still have no idea. We've never met them in person, uh, but we will be in talks with them. So all of your questions, if you have any questions for us specifically regarding this brewery, let us know because when we do go and interview them, we will ask them for you. Um, anything else you want to add, Mike? These these have been going so fast. We're already at an hour and two minutes. Well, let's get off the friggin' air then. <laughs> Click. Um, All right, so thank you, everybody, for joining us again. This has been episode 79 of the Buffalo Happy Hour podcast, I'm pretty sure. Um, Today we did Brazen Brewing's beer. So, again, thank you guys so much for providing us with these beers. These are all very delicious. If you have not subscribed to us on YouTube, please subscribe. It helps us grow. It's free to do. So just click that subscribe button on YouTube. Leave a like on this video and also leave a comment down below. Let us know what your favorite part of today's episode was. And also any questions that you might have for Brazen's interview when we do do that in the future.
Follow us on our social media. We are at on Instagram and on Facebook at the Buffalo Happy Hour 12 on Instagram and at the Buffalo Happy Hour on Facebook. And leave us a review on iTunes if you watch us on iTunes. We will read it to you on air. That way, uh, everything we, we know that every review that we get, we take personally. Um, whether it's a positive review, we love it. If it's negative, we will try to help our process going forward. So leave a review. Every little bit helps, and we just appreciate it. Anything else to add? No, go Bills. All right. So everybody, please remember to drink responsibly, be a good person, and Michael. Do not litter. We're out. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.